Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. So, yeah, in the studio with me today is George Peterkin, a teacher for six years who started his own company following things that he witnessed in those schools. So, good afternoon, George. Afternoon, Joe. Great to have you here this afternoon. Um, George, tell us what it's like being a teacher in today's world. Um, it's kind of teaching... It comes second to all the other little jobs teachers have mm-hmm. throughout the day, being ICT specialist, you know, admin, um, kind of a, a counsellor slash life coach. <laughs> and it's kind of like, yeah, like actually getting in the classroom and teaching is um, a, a small reprieve, as it as it were, where it probably was the other way around 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, no, I think so. I remember one of my teachers, and he was he was a history teacher, and he was post-war. I'm not mm. that I'm that old, but he'd been a teacher for a long time. And um, and he had no idea how to teach because mm. he'd just been appointed. And all he taught was, you know, Second World War history, really. Mm. That's it. Whereas now, I mean, um, yeah, it's, it's all policy, policy, policy. Yeah. And, you know, micromanaged on everything where... Yeah, even 10 years ago, it, was, it wasn't this hectic. No, and, and marketing your department. I mean, that's the key thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, myself and my colleague for our department a few weeks ago spent two hours of the whole day sorting out our budget for next year mm. when really you just want to be getting stuck in and teaching the children yeah 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 it's very very different today so um you've experienced lots of stress in that school environment yeah i mean i think if, if a teacher told you that they didn't feel stressed that they'd be a liar mm. um stress is good you know stress you know pressure and whatnot pressure makes diamonds after all but mm. you know it's um Stress is fine, but it's it, it, so long as you have coping strategies to deal with it. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's I think that's the problem. And you see it with teachers where by the end of a term, once the term ends for their first week of their holidays, they've broken down because yeah. their body's been keeping them going. Yeah. Now they've got that that time for rest. Um, well, for the first few days, they're they're practically just sitting around and lying around trying to get trying to get their breath back. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can understand that. It's um. You do. Your body has a, an incredible coping mechanism, mm. doesn't it, to keep you going? And I love that. It's one of my favourite quotes, actually, that diamonds are made under pressure. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. What, did, what do you think it is that, that causes the stress? Um, I mean, you know, I talk about the things like teachers have, for example. So the, the bombardment of emails we have nowadays. And look, I appreciate it. You know, some people's jobs are in front of a computer all day, crunching in numbers. But, you know... We have things like administration, time restraints, staff meetings, sometimes low morale in the staff room. Mm. But that that's things we all have yeah. in our in our day to day jobs. But on top of that, <clears throat> excuse me, we also have a classroom of children to look after. Yeah. So it's it's as I said, it's kind of the teaching comes second and actually teachers go in with the right intentions. They want to look after children, they want to educate, impart knowledge, and then they go in and realise that actually the teaching is actually it's not the big thing it's yeah. the policies it's it's the it's the box ticking and i think that those are the big stresses on teachers now which is why more and more teachers are quitting only a few years into teaching or mm. teachers are retiring earlier mm. because of actually the the goalposts have changed for teaching i don't think it's a naive thing but many teachers are now saying hang on this isn't what teaching should be yeah yeah i think you're right it's um 
it's a, it must be a huge responsibility to be responsible for a group of children. Mm. As a parent, I know what it was like just having a couple of friends around for my children for supper. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. you know, to actually look after a classroom, classroom full of children or several of them every day, it's a huge, huge responsibility. It is. I mean, it's something we love to do as much as they want to make us pull our own hair out sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, you know... It, it, like I said, that is part of the job which mm. we all love, mm. you know. And that's why most of you went into teaching. Exactly. I mean, I, I know people make the quip about, oh, you're going in for the holidays, but I, I generally do believe in the six years I've been teaching, every teacher that I've worked with or met, they've gone in for the right intentions, yeah. as it were. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so it's not just stress on the... Um, on the teaching staff but we know that it's on the children mm-hmm. as well that there's huge pressures and you're you're in the prep schools so you're in those sort of middle years what is it seven yeah to a, aged age six to age 13 yeah. so those, those their last couple of years at the school they should theoretically be in a senior school environment yeah. so it's it's a it's a nice mixed bag but um it definitely has its its issues as it were because there's not that separation of senior school from from the junior part of school. Yeah, yeah, and I guess you've got the whole thing with um, boys, especially, but girls as well, going through puberty. If you're Absolutely. in a mixed school, you've mm. got them towards the end of that. And these days, earlier and earlier, that's happening. Yeah, anyway. it seems to be earlier and earlier, um, or, or perhaps we're just more accepting of the signs as well. But um, yeah, particularly in an all boys school, it can um, it can be pretty boisterous when the, when the yeah. hormones kick in. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you give us any examples of, of stresses you've noticed either in the teaching staff or the children? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the two big ones are obviously it's exam stress. You know, the pressure these children are put under so much pressure, mm. not just by the school, not just by their parents, but by themselves as well. Yeah. It's so that the look exam stress is always going to be there, but again, from what I experienced. 18 years ago trying to get into a senior school compared to now Mm. it's astronomical the difference Mm. and i think the other one as well is the big stress in particular now is is with the coming of social media so these children are putting themselves under pressure of this is the kind of lifestyle i need to be living and i'll put my hands up you know i i i had it several years ago this whole grass is greener thing looking Mm. at everyone on instagram and facebook and then realizing that actually they're looking at my life right, are, and are, for better use, were perhaps wistful about it. Yes. So it's it's certainly those two big big things: exam stress and this social media pressure. These children are putting under, yeah. put, put, even at the age of eight. Yes, they're yeah. exposed to things which we were perhaps only exposed to when we were mid to late teens. Yes, yeah, or even later because yeah. we had no no phones when I, in my day we had no phones at all. So tell us about your business and how you got that up and going. Yeah, so um, several years ago, instant at school. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm one of them. I put if, if I want to beat something, I need to understand it. So I went on a mental health first aid course. Absolutely fantastic. All the delegates there were, were teachers, bearing one who was just a, a parent. Um, and I thought the course was fantastic. The person running it, superb. But all of our questions were based around a school environment, and mm. she she wasn't quite able to answer all of the all of the questions that, mm. that came along. So. Around 18 months or so ago, um, some of the teachers said, George, your, your, your biggest friend is pastoral, you need to go down that route. Um, looked at this course again and just thought, actually, the, the pricing of it, of it and the content 
it's not suitable for teachers in terms mm. it's not realistic school budgets are less than what one person would have to pay to be on this call so mm. 18 months or so uh decided to kind of go down a new career path start started up a little company um became a registered instructor with the government uh, public um sorry the rural hospital of public health and it's it's gone on since there i run mental health first aid courses for teachers parents and the children you know particularly the older children they can get a qualification and get some mm-hmm. more knowledge particularly before university which i think is ver- is vital yeah. um and it's kind of gone on from there i'm also a kind of cyber crime ambassador you know talking yeah. about what social media can do and you know unfortunately as well this is very much in 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 requirement for schools i'm also a suicide intervention officer right. so going around to schools and talking about these are the signs and symptoms because yeah. mental health illnesses and disorders are very deceptive yes it's, it's not the generic eeyore from winnie the pooh it yeah. is they are deceiving and you know and we always hear the cases don't we if someone you know deals with it in, in a poor way we always mm. say oh we never knew i know well actually so the signs true. are clear yeah without realizing it yeah no you're absolutely right we all hear of cases where you know someone we know someone close to them has actually committed suicide and no one mm. was was aware at no, all that there was yeah. an issue there mm. yeah yeah no it's it's very sad why do you think there's so much stigma attached to mental health issues um i, th- I, th- I think it's partly if not mainly down to to the media mm. we're, we're still at this stage where every time and naturally i put my hands up with this whenever i hear the term mental health i straight away have a negative picture mm. obviously i correct myself but yeah. i think i think it is down mainly to media you know um when frank bruno was diagnosed with bipolar the the the, the headline was bonkers bruno yeah you know and 100 years ago if you had poor mental health you were s- strapped to a chair yeah. and, and fed a you know concoction of drugs and you know even now all the stories we read about of mental health in the in the news it's never about success stories never about recovery it's you know it's always about violence or danger mm. um Obviously, that that goes with people not wanting to step forward and talking about it because of the stigma. Yeah. But I think that's a large part. And and, and on on the flip side of that as well, I'm, I'm not the most politically correct, but I do think language has a huge, huge impact on on this stigma. Um, you know, things like suicide. We say commit naturally. Well, it's not a crime anymore. You know, things like that. Yes. And you know, playground. Again, I don't want to tell children how they should be talking but you know if you think about most of our negative ribbing words in the changing room culture Mm. it's all to do with mental health Mm. and we don't realize it yeah you know it's to do with mental health or sexuality and that's why people don't come forward for the help um and that's that's probably the biggest thing as well with mental health it's it's not tangible and i think that scares people and i think that increases the stigma because because it's not like a broken leg or flu which we can see happening when we think of mental health it, it's a huge fear factor for people yes yeah no I, th- I think you're absolutely right there well we are fast running out of time okay. um we did want to talk about some of the things we can do to strengthen our mental health before mm-hmm. it deteriorates but maybe we'll do that another day sure. um how can people get a hold of you george yeah so um nice and simple just a gmail account so mind your health ltd at gmail.com um if you'd also like to go onto the uh, website as well which is mind your health ltd dot com as well it's um the website obviously if you email me personally I'd, i'd get back to you straight away but if you go on the website further details about the different courses on offer but also a nice blog some you know some updated news on all things mental health 
Brilliant. Well, I'll make sure we put a link to that on Thank the uh, Brooklyn's Radio uh, Facebook page as well. Thank you so much for coming Thanks, to Jill. talk to us today. Thanks for the invite. Thank you. That was George Peterkin from Mind Your Health talking to us today um, about his company and his mental health first aid training. Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. 